0: Hello, and welcome. You are listening to Coming Out and Beyond LGBTQIA Plus Stories. So excited to start our fourth season. This is Anne-Marie Zanzel, your host, and I am so excited to share some changes to our podcasts that are really great, and I think you'll be as excited as I am about it. First of all, we will be dropping a new podcast every other Friday. This is at the request of our listeners who wanted to hear more. Secondly, my producer, Barb Rowanson will be joining me as a conversation partner as we discuss things coming out. Barb is a fellow late in lifer and also the mom of a queer kid. And so she has a lot of insight and experience to share with us. And thirdly, we're gonna be focusing on the beyond. Love to hear your coming out stories, but I wanna hear the beyond because sometimes magical things happen when we come out and we have a life that we could have never imagined. Many of us say this is the best thing that we've ever done. Let's get started. Welcome to the show. Tell me your story. So, the lovely Barb Rollinson, my partner in crime and, birth and business, but not my wife. Well, mostly, mostly business, hardly any we're crime, we be We are both partnered and married to someone. Else. Barbara will be getting married. We're both partnered <laughs> and married to someone else for those of us who don't know us, but we are partners in crime and business.
1: <laughs> well, you make see we're a lot
0: better than we really are. Like, I know. <laughs> Today, we are talking about divorce and divorce is actually, you know, the thing is about when we come out later in life, most people, some people are not divorced, not getting divorced. Um, And this is appropriate. Also a conversation for people who who may have been in long-term relationships, but don't, uh, but are not married. And it, it really is absolutely appropriate for them. The thing is, is that when we come out later in life, so many of us also have to also have to navigate getting a divorce, and I'm going to tell you that is probably one of the hardest things that I went through when I was coming out. Um, Barb and I were both married for; she was married for 21 years to her ex husband, mm-hmm. and I was married for 27 years to my ex husband. We are both moms. We both mm-hmm. have a bunch of kids. We have both navigated divorcing. My, I don't know about your divorce, Barb, but my divorce was pr- particularly difficult for a lot of reasons. And so I really, we both really understand the divorce process. So what was your divorce like?
1: Oh, yeah, super fun. Good times all around. <laughs> No, it's very challenging. And, you know, my, my, my ex-husband, and I totally respect and understand why he had difficulty with it. Um, he didn't see it coming, but guess what? Neither did I. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes the revelation that we are gay hits us like a ton of bricks mm-hmm. and that we have shut that door on ourselves. So, far, so hard and so tight that we don't think about it for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the door did get cracked open and mine was cracked open by a catalyst, so it didn't just crack open, it went boom! <laughs> 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 As it does when you have a catalyst. Um, it made me just, it, it, all of the pieces started to to fall together. Right. And that, of course, not only was it shocking for me, it was shocking for him. And it um, he did not, Take it well and I appreciate why. Mm -hmm. So our my divorce was not um it was not easy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't an easy time for me either because I'm the one who left our marital home. Right. Super difficult thing to do, especially Mm -hmm. when you have children. Mm -hmm. Um, however, uh doesn't just because it is challenging in that moment doesn't mean it is not worth doing. And isn't that true about most things, like the things that are most worth doing? are usually the hardest.
0: Yeah. And the scariest, right? Yeah, for sure. So our first piece of advice um, is that go see a lawyer. (laughs) If you are contemplating getting a divorce or if you, okay. If you are contemplating getting a divorce, um, a lot of times what I hear from clients is that they are, they have a lot of assumptions about how much finances they will get, Mm -hmm. whether they'll get child support, whether they'll get alimony, you know, and, and and I see the question asked a lot in the Facebook group. And the thing is, is that every state and every country has different divorce laws. Yes, I feel so sorry for my English people on here because they have particularly very old divorce laws and it takes a long time to get divorced in England. So girls are people out there, be um, mm-hmm. inclusive on Vita Nova. So for people out there, I get it. It is sometimes some countries are really draconian in their divorce laws. Um, But this is the thing is that I know as somebody who has gotten divorced and contemplated divorce way before I came out. um, I, I was, I felt like it was disloyal to my marriage. I felt being disloyal to my ex-husband if I actually went and talked to somebody about divorce but what it was is actually just a fact-finding mission. So if you can begin to think about, okay, I think I might wanna get divorced. It is best to have all the information about your particular state or country and what is required with divorce. Now, I know some of you are saying that, oh, I can't afford that. I'm going to say that it is a really worthy investment in yourself. You know, typically, you know, if one session, you know, half hour hour session with a lawyer can be three hundred to a thousand dollars, depending on the lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really think it is a really wise investment in yourself and your future and the future for your children. And it, and is, it. is an investment that will save you money down the line. Absolutely, because when you know what all the ins and outs are about divorcing in your particular locale, it it really helps make an informed decision. And the reason why Barb and I are saying this right now is that, you know, we both believe that being LGBTQ is not a choice, but how you live your life is a choice. So whether you decide to get divorced or not, is because people do open marriages, people do polyamory, people do mixed orientation marriages. There's all kinds of choices about how you will live your life. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but but having the information <laughs> in front of you so you know exactly. Yes. So say, do you have anything to say about
1: mediation and going to a mediator is often also a good first step. It's not exactly the same as going to a lawyer, but they do give great advice. There is nothing wrong with having the information, particularly if we are thinking about making a big change. You wouldn't buy a car without doing the research. Right. You wouldn't buy a house without doing the research. You wouldn't change your job without
0: doing the research. So get the information and that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um. And the difference between, so a mediator is usually a former lawyer, I mean, excuse me, a former divorce lawyer who's still a lawyer, and they often are sort of tired Mm -hmm. of the legal system and how divorces can be so contentious and stuff, not all, but some. Um, and sometimes they have, um, like psychologists working with them, social workers working with them to help you get through a divorce. Some people, some couples are able to use a mediator mediators in the end, save you a tremendous amount of money. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how much it is in your states, but a mediated divorce is a lot less expensive than a divorce that is a typical divorce. Now, the thing is, is that your spouse has to be on the page with mediation. And if they're not, then it can become a very difficult situation. Um, My ex, we started with mediation. He was unable to do it. So we had to go the uh, legal route. And I did end up serving him papers, you know, like six months after we started mediation. He just wasn't able to do it. And it was so funny when I called the mediator to tell her her that we weren't going to be doing mediation anymore. And she said, good, because I was going to tell you at the next session, I couldn't work with you two anymore because your husband is unable to do that. And so it was a really good decision on our part. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so um, second piece of advice. So this is for our queer ladies out there. Should I tell my husband that I am gay? So what's your
1: thoughts, Barb? Well, you don't have to tell anybody that you're gay. First of all, who you share with is entirely up to you. You know, certainly if sharing makes you unsafe, don't do it. But, you know, you might wish to hold on to that piece of information Mm -hmm. for a little bit until he's ready to hear it. Mm -hmm. Conversely, you know, if you, if, look, if you're going to have a relationship with anybody, friendship, relationship, um, and continuing to be a friend and it being in having some kind of relationship with your husband or soon to be ex-husband, at some point he will probably need to know. Because we do need to be honest
0: in our relationships and our friendships, but you don't have to tell them right away. And you also don't have to tell them before you're getting divorced. Um, sometimes that can be really so. So what I have seen typically with some some of my clients, what I've seen, not typically, but with some of my clients, they tell their husband they're gay, um, and then they tell their kids, and they come out to kids, and they take all the responsibility of the divorce. On themselves, and you don't have to do that because mm-hmm. oftentimes I find that people I work with um, often have challenging marriages ever before they ever came out as gay. This is it. This you is know? it. Yeah, and so hindsight being twenty twenty, I wish I didn't tell my ex husband I was gay because it made it a lot harder for me. And so I always think that and, and you know, and I know it's hard, too, because if your ex-husband has if your husband has been your best friend for years and years and years, Mm -hmm. not telling him this really important information about you is, you know, sometimes hard to do. And you want to share with Mm -hmm. them and you want to talk to them. But I want I just think it's very important to really be thoughtful about whether to share this information with them. If it's going to make your divorce, if you are headed on the path to divorce and your divorce is going to be more difficult, then telling your husband that you're gay can make your path more difficult. And a lot of times it's out of guilt, you know, and, and also too, you know, with divorce, people are often looking for reasons like, oh, I have to give people a reason why we're getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, you don't. The only reason can be is that I am not her- happy in this marriage and I, I need to find my peace and happiness and serenity somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So do you have to tell your husband that it is a I'm not going to give you a yes or no a- answer but it's it, it you don't automatically have to tell them That's all I'm trying to say to you you have to you can tell them also after you get divorced too which is perfectly appropriate, especially if you're going to be dating and you have kids and, you know, that makes everything, um, the kids will be like, mom's got a girlfriend. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, you
1: don't want to hear it secondhand. But. <laughs>
0: you know, there's, so I, I just caution everyone to be thoughtful about, you know, whether we tell our husbands that we are getting divorced or not.
1: And maybe that's a good piece of information to sort of unpack with your coach or your therapist first. Mm-hmm before you start sharing it with anyone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know um come out to the safest person you can which is Mm -hmm. the person you're working with Mm -hmm. um and often they will give you a lot of great guidance about and support on on how to go about that and when to do that Mm -hmm. hey emory you know what i think
0: that change can be a really good thing don't you I do, Barb, and I'm really excited when change can bring about a lot of good things for a lot of good people. Mm -hmm. So we are changing our Lotus Group coaching program a bit. Oh, awesome. Okay, so what's going on? Well, it's going to take on a bit of a different format after February 28th or beginning March 1st. It will have the same features as before. The groups, meditation, a whole course on a classroom platform, and a very active and friendly Facebook group. That's awesome. So
1: what made you change it? Why, what's going on? Why did you want to change it?
0: Well... The reason why I want to change it is we are transforming the Lotus Group Coaching Program so that we may reach more people in our queer community. So basically, I had to free up a little of my time. Oh, well, that's okay. That's good. Yeah, Because change is good. Absolutely. So, we wanted to give everybody a warning because a lot of times people think about joining Lotus Group Coaching for a very long time before they do. Mm-hmm. But we want to let you know that but for the month of February, you are still going to get all, everything in the old uh, Lotus Group coaching program, which depending on what time frame you sign up for, you will still get three or six individual coaching sessions with me if you sign up now. If you are interested, if you're curious, I really encourage you to book a free discovery call. And you can find that link in the notes of the show.
1: Okay, so a discovery call is for the people who don't know. A discovery
0: call is a half-hour call that is totally free to you. You get to meet me, talk about what's going on in your life, but most importantly, you get to share your story with somebody who understands. And you know what, Barb? What's up? I'll let you into a little secret. Okay. Um, I have been told by so many people that they're talking about maybe not being straight. I was the first person they've ever told. Wow. Um, I know. It's really, it's really like such an honor for me. Totally. So, if you want a safe, secure place to talk with somebody who understands, who will guard your confidentiality, like a walled kingdom mm-hmm. book a discovery call today that's awesome and
1: the sign-up date for getting those three or six coaching individual coaching sessions with you the deadline for that is
0: February 28th. February 28th okay <laughs> good to know change is good change is good so what's our last third thing Our advice Barb well,
1: uh, the third thing that we were going to talk about is that idea of I am de- destroying my family.
0: Yeah, that's probably every person that I talk to in my connect calls. That's the first thing they say, I am destroying my family. I hear that all right. the time. I said it. Mm-hmm. I said it. I said it. So I'm, I'm one of you. I said that myself. So I We
1: all feel that. We all feel <laughs> that. But mm-hmm. are we destroying it? No, Mm-mm. what are we doing? We are changing it.
0: Yes, yes, it is changing our families. And actually, sometimes, so if you've had a really challenging marriage and you know your your children have witnessed arguments and all kinds of things, um a lot of times kids are really relieved <laughs> when Mom and dad are getting divorced, mm-hmm. like it's a feeling of relief. Um, that is probably, you know, I think that goes back to this notion that we need to stay married no matter what. Mm-hmm. and and honestly, that's sort of a like, um, you know back back in the day when women had absolutely no power and we were an agrarian society where there was you know everybody was farming, yeah, mm-hmm. you did have to stay married for a really, you know, because you guys needed to protect we needed to protect each other and all those things like that. Yeah. But as society has evolved, the notion of marriage, I think, has not evolved with it. And sometimes, you know, it is okay to say, I don't want to be married to you anymore. I am not happy. And, you know, I'm going to say that to even people who are straight and who are in marriages. That sure. it's okay. And you're not destroying your family. Your family will change. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes our kids really struggle. Mm-hmm. Um I always advise people if your child is really struggling is to find them a a counselor to, to have their person to talk to. So they have someone safe to talk to. That's not mom or dad. Um, and, and it, you know, our kids learn a lot of things when parents get divorced. Um, they often become more resilient. They also realize that, um, you
1: know, I don't have to stay in situations I am unhappy with. Mm-hmm. When this, is an, oh, okay. this is an important. I have to underscore this. And this is just from my personal experience. And I know you've had a, a version of this too. So we say that, you know, some kids are relieved. Yes, that's true. Some kids are really unhappy at the news. I had one of those. I know you did too. Mm-hmm. But here's the score. Kids, ultimately, what they want for their moms. Is mom to be happy. Absolutely. So and dad. Want, and dad. And, and dad. And dad. They want yeah. their parents to be happy. Depending on where what age and developmental stage that they're at, they may not understand or fully grasp. If they're little kids, they're probably just going with the flow. If they're a little bit older kids, like my youngest daughter, when she was 13, that's when we divorced. Um, she didn't understand got, had the complexity of adult relationships and was super upset. My oldest was good with it. My youngest was not during that period of difficulty, when it was hard, that was, it was extremely hard for my youngest. But if you ask her today, she is extraordinarily proud of her big, loud gay mom. (laughs) (laughs) And, And she will tell you herself that what she learned from this experience is not to stay where you are unhappy. Mm-hmm. She is 18 years old now, and she understands that message intrinsically.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: By divorcing, I gave her a gift. It didn't seem like a gift in the moment, but it was. And now at 18, she knows when she goes out into future relationships or situations that do not serve her, she does not stay. And that thrills me. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you want for your kids, right? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So Barb, you were you were telling somebody that um, about what's coming up today. When you know, saying, "Hey, we're doing this," and um, and what did she say to you?
1: Um, oh, yes, I was uh, talking to somebody about this, and they said, "You know, I'm afraid I'm never gonna find anybody as good as my husband. I'm never gonna find love like this again. I'm never gonna find a good relationship like this again. It's just." automatically erasing the idea that no good can come of this. And I really think that we need to challenge that mindset.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. You don't have a crystal ball? Yep, you don't have a crystal ball. And this is the thing, what we're talking about here today is comfort zones. And we created this graphic to help people understand what we mean. So when you've been married in a long time, and um, because, I, like, this is the thing. Barb and I are talking from voices of experience.
1: Right. Um, <laughs> this is five things we wish we knew. Yeah.
0: Five things we wish we knew. And I didn't know. I'd never thought about this. But I was in my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I was married. I had my kids. I had a good career. I had, um, you know, I was a, pa- a pastor of a church. I was, like, you know, a lot of respect. All that stuff. And I had, but I had this incredibly restless missing piece. And when I finally identified a missing piece that was in front of my face my entire time is that I was queer, everything started to fall into place. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is I laid in the fetal position for six months because I was really comfortable in my comfort zone. I was, I was really afraid. I was Mm -hmm. afraid. Like that woman said, am I ever going to meet anybody again? Am I ever going to fall in love again? Can I afford to live on my own? Can I make a life without my ex-husband? Will my kids be angry at me for my entire life? So that was what? That was just fear, spe- fear speaking. Mm-hmm. Fear is what keeps us in our comfort zone. We are, we are so afraid of just step out of that safe little place yeah. and to go through the fear zone, it, it it keeps us in our place. But fear, honestly, is just a feeling. It's mm-hmm. just a feeling like anything else. And those of us who have come out later in life often come from really chaotic childhoods. And fear was used to keep us in our places. So sometimes that's really old feelings coming up. It's saying, will I be safe? Mm -hmm. That is what that fear is asking us. Will you be safe? And what we forget is that we're grown ass women. We are not little girls anymore. We have done so many of my, the later in life community are such amazing women so many i have advanced degrees are Mm -hmm. so smart they have careers they can support themselves you know you know and even the women that are stay-at-home moms i was a stay-at-home mom for a very long time even Mm -hmm. women who who are stay-at-home moms have incredible skill sets and are able to do all kinds of things the thing is is that we're just afraid And so once we go through that fear zone of lacking confidence, finding excuses, influenced by others' opinions, Mm -hmm. that's when we enter the learning zone. And that is the part when we start to realize that our fear was just that. Mm -hmm. Our fear is what kept our, our fear of, of, of exploring our sexuality, exploring divorce, uh, uh, maybe getting a new career all those things are what our fear is what keeps us in our place and so once we start move past once we start going through the fear we end up going into the learning zone and then you go into your growth zone like right mm-hmm. now I am in a growth zone I you know learned all my learned everything you know I did what I needed to do but I, I am also like In the place of being in a relationship with my wife, and (laughs) now I am in my comfort zone again. Right, I'm (laughs) in the comfort zone, and now I'm pushing forward again in through a fear zone right now because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing some stuff professionally. So I am pushing through my fear zone once again. It's just very cyclical.
1: Well, it is cyclical, and you know, if you are watching this and you're thinking and you're considering coming out or you're coming to terms with your sexuality and you're thinking I don't think I can ever leave. I don't think I can end my marriage. I don't think I can. I don't think I can. I want you to harken back to a time when you did something in the past that was big and scary and you were successful at it. We've right. all done it. Maybe mm-hmm. it was going off to university. Maybe it was learning to drive a car. Maybe it was starting a new job. Maybe it was taking a trip on your own or moving to another place out on your own. You have done big and scary things. The difference is you probably did them when you were young and fearless before life kicked you kicked you around a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you if, believe that you can because you can and you, because you have. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. If you have any questions about getting divorced or something we may not have covered here, please reach out to myself via Facebook Messenger or Barb. She's very happy to answer any of your questions um, because we really would love to help you get through this time. You can do this. It is is hard. We know that. That's why we do all. That's why Mm -hmm. we do what we do, but you're not alone. There's hundreds of thousands of later in life lesbians you are not or later in life queer people lgbtq people and you are not alone and we would love to support you on your journey
1: you got this you can do it many people for you
0: if we can do it you can do it
1: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you've been listening to coming out and beyond lgbtqia plus stories with Anne marie zanzel New episodes of the Coming Out and Beyond podcast drop every other Friday. You can tune in at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and at annemariezanzal.com. Be sure to hit subscribe when tuning in so you never miss an episode. And for more resources, articles, videos, and a free downloadable guide for coming out later in life, visit annemariezanzal.com.